Welcome back to the pods. My name is Abe Bay, and you are listening to Popcorn for Dinner. It's a bit of a crazy one today and a bit of an introspective one. We're going to be doing a lot of analysis because we're going to be I'm, I'm kidding. We're going to be judging the hell out of people. And I know that that's, that's something that we all want to see. It's something we all want to hear. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I want us to kind of get into the ins and outs of Love is Blind. Um, I have not been here in a little while, but um, I'm going to be joined today by my good friend, Aisha. Aisha, how you doing? Hi. Hi. Nice to be back on. Yeah. Um, yeah gonna get wild yeah how do you feel about the the way the season has been so far it's been the best season the best filled with like so yeah it's been the best season it's so good i've watched i think probably almost every season um at least not maybe not every season but maybe most of them um but it's been the best because usually the pods are very boring but the pods were filled with stuff and i think also it's the best season for analysis as well which makes us have some fun um so yeah okay well since i myself have not been here in quite some time i feel it is only right that i remind everybody of all the things that we are covering right now we have just um had a great time watching the vince staples show which is all kinds of surreal and crazy um ibuka and angel did a great job on that i would add myself that that show is basically insecure meets atlanta but i don't have time to explain why that's the case today all i'll say is go watch that show and go listen to to hear our thoughts we are also going to be covering the regime soon and that's going to be a lot of fun i think we'll be seeing kate winslet in a new light yeah so um definitely stay tuned for that and we also have some interesting movies that are being covered on is this cinema which is mm-hmm. our show here on popcorn for dinner that is about movies strictly and we've re- we actually had an episode come out yesterday at the time of recording about the holdovers american fiction and predictions on the baftas so definitely go and check that out and um, stay tuned for all the other things that we'll have coming on but all of that aside i have to mention that we have a special guest here today so we're going to get very technical while we're being judgy trust me it's going to make sense in a bit because I have invited my good friend Tala of Ogulana Psychotherapy, <laughs> and she is going to get into everything that is wrong and right with the couples on this season of Love is Blind as we delve into whether the show really still has any meaning at all. Tala, welcome. How are you feeling today? Thank you. I am so excited um to get into it and i'm like there's very little that is right with this season so we will be highlighting all of of the things that are wrong and what not to do in your relationships guys so yeah okay well with that in mind i think we should first talk about some of the structural elements of this show do we think that they are conducting it, I guess, in a fair way. Like, there are so many ways for people to kind of meet without seeing each other. We could probably come up with a list of things if we really tried, but they chose to use these pods, as they call them, where people kind of talk through a wall. 
how do we think that actually works for the couples? Do we think that it stays off imagination? And at the same time, what do we think of the contestants that still find a way, <clears throat> Jimmy, to ask about what people look like, um, <laughs> despite the fact that they are not supposed to be thinking about that at all? I mean, of course, it goes into the reveals once people have proposed and things like that. But how do we feel about the show just as a concept? Anybody jump in first. <laughs> Tola, our resident, uh, do you want to go yeah. first? You've got the glasses. She's got the glasses for it, guys. So she's <laughs> a very serious person. That is very true. Glasses people <laughs> yeah. are smart. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I mean, there's an element of love that is attraction, right? So I think like taking away such a big part of, I like what I see. I'm curious. I'm interested let me go learn more about this. Like, I feel like that's, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't make sense if you're thinking about like, okay, like the realistic part of, okay, I like somebody, I've met somebody, we're dating, so on and so forth. But that aside, like, I think as an experiment and like as a show, I think it's pretty interesting. I think the people okay. who were kind of getting creative, like Jimmy and Chelsea, like you guys are, you're missing the point of the show. If you wanted to do <laughs> love is not blind, do you look like so-and-so because I find that attractive, then you should go on a different show. Go on a different reality show where you can see the people from the beginning. So that's kind of like my first yeah. sort of like initial thought. That's a fair point. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that 110%. Yeah. So the in terms of the relationships that they do actually show us, like unless I'm wrong here, um, they there are a lot of people who actually come on this show and i I mean in that first episode we see like basically a crowd in both the men's quarters and the women's quarters and then we only come out with five couples and sometimes i wonder if there are certain other relationships that might have been interesting for us to watch but the show isn't showing us because they aren't as spicy and i guess i'm going to pour one out for for all of those couples but looking at the people we we do have um how long did they actually talk like do you guys know in terms of like being in the pods, it's, a, it's like like a couple of weeks, right? Like how, cause I get, cause time also plays a factor in here. Like is a connection built faster simply because you're not seeing the person and there's so much anticipation. What do you guys think? So I was going to say, I think it's like, is it 10 days that they spend talking to each other? I think I it know. is about, it's, it's like 10 to 14 days from what I understand. Um, some yeah. people say like, it's, it's a little bit, um, less than that. Some say it's a week. I think it's a bit more because they talk to so many people. I, I do know that after they leave the pods, there's like basically four to six weeks till they're actually supposed to get married and stuff like that. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. I hear that. Isn't there a limit on how long they're allowed to speak to each person? Mm-hmm. Is there not a limit on that? Which probably adds to the anticipation because if you're mm-hmm. if you're not if you like someone and you're not seeing them at the start, it does add to you liking them. Mm-hmm. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's also the idea of like a scarcity mindset, so to speak, because if you don't find somebody to propose to you or to get proposed to, um, or to propose to you rather, then you're just like off the show and everybody will typically go for the people who are like more charming, more easy to talk to, more open, Yay. more vulnerable. And so like, I mean, mm-hmm. we see a lot of it happen already in the season where there's like a couple love triangles or there's one person who's in, who's being like, there's, there's a couple people who a lot of people are interested in, like the Ambers and Matt. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Matthew. <laughs> Honestly, that actually brings up a really important point that you mentioned is not just the like kind of 
relationships within within each other, but they're thinking about their kind of like parasocial relationship with the audience, mm-hmm. like and how how people would look to everyone, which I didn't actually think about while watching it. That like if perhaps if you know someone's popular, you might want to, I don't know, talk to them more because maybe you you get more of a chance of like being on TV, which most of them come on to do anyway. Let's be honest. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, shout out to Zach, who literally <laughs> called somebody out for doing that in season. Was it season four? Whichever season. Yeah, it was season oh, four when yes, they tried to do the reunion yes. live. Yeah. Netflix. What, 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 were you th- what were you thinking? But anyway. Oh, um, and they failed. And they failed yeah. at doing it live. That was a very weird. Yeah, that, was, that was a very that was weird terrible. day. But I mean, like when when you when you think about that, right? The the fact that there's this element of I'm on TV. I do wonder when people are having these, these arguments, especially after they leave the pods, their camera is right in their faces. Like, is that actually them? Like, can they really be, can they really be, I guess, true to what they're actually thinking? Like, is there no element of, oh, I'm being watched. Let me try and sound a certain way. Or maybe at this point they're used to the cameras. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I think just the idea of other people perceiving you changes yeah. how you show up yeah right and especially if you know that like castle culture is so real so you can't even like <laughs> like i think it would be different if it was like okay like my friends and family are perceiving whatever but like the whole inter- my employment people i work with my client like yep. mm, nah <laughs> that's true i also think it's like well there are two things i think the first one is the awareness of the cameras being there it's also a show and people and Netflix is like, because it's literally binge watching, like they need to mm-hmm. keep people's people's attention. So they yeah. need like real fights. I don't know how they shoot Love is Blind, but I know how they shoot Love Island. And with Love Island, they sometimes make them re-record fights and they sometimes set them up Which in particular insane, places. Which is insane, right? <laughs> yeah, they set them up in particular places um, so they would have a fight basically. So they would like be like, can you sit here? And you sit there and what they're trying to do is basically mean basically like aggravate a conversation. Like if these people have tension, if you put them next to each other for long enough, they're bound to have an argument and this bound to get recorded. And then you have a new story for the next day. And I think the second thing I was also thinking about was you see people like uh, Jess and her whole speech and stuff. I think it plays in a different arena with like men and women but with women I think it's this idea of like when they're disrespecting you if you stand up for yourself like the whole girl bossification of like life now it's like if you stand up for yourself and like you read him really badly then whole the whole of Twitter is gonna be like go off queen you know so like <laughs> it's literally like you know like yeah. so it's kind of like it's also like how in, in, in on both sides when you're an instigator and also when you're the victim um, you know, it's like both sides have to respond adequately. Otherwise, number one, it's not good for TV. Number two, I mean, you may also look like a wimp and then, you know, you're being laughed at and made memes up on Twitter. So, yeah. And I think actually in previous season, seasons, um, there was like Danielle, I think she was season two or season three, where mm-hmm. she was kind of yeah, talking Danielle. about the film. Yeah, <laughs> Chelsea. Um, <laughs> she was yes. She was talking about how like, like they wouldn't feed them they would be working mm-hmm. long hours they would only mm-hmm. have alcohol yeah. i'm like so you're telling no food alcohol long hours i'm tired i'm mm-hmm. mad at the person that i've known for like 15 yeah. days yeah. of course i'm yeah. gonna give you guys good drama like you guys are setting it's us so up funny. so yeah, yeah I've, I've literally oh, heard that. Nick. Oh. yeah because the, like there's always i've heard that there's literally 
hardly ever food. They don't get as many bathroom breaks. They don't, sometimes they don't see the sun in a whole day. And mm-hmm. like, cause, cause this is work that they're doing, right? Um, and Netflix tries to kind of sell it to them as they're doing them a favor, helping them find a spouse. But this is work that they're doing that they're supposed to be compensated for. But the one thing that they never lack is alcohol. Like they apparently always keep that flowing. And that says a lot about their, when, when, once I first heard that, I immediately started to reprocess some of the interactions and fights and stuff that I see. And it's like this, it now makes sense why some random, like very inconsequential things really riled people up, right? Um, there, there's so much to kind of go off of in, in that regard because all the inhibitions are already low. And you know what? Speaking about TV and perception and cancel culture, do we believe Jimmy's alleged girlfriend? Because yeah, a girl came out and she said that she was watching Love is Blind and she saw her boyfriend on the show. Wait, what? Who she thought was on a business trip at the time. And this would have been about a year ago. I don't know if they're still together now. She said, oh, yeah, I'm not going to say. They shot a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So she said, I'm not going to say who it is. But um, I saw him on the show and I was shocked. But then she went on to say that he's talking to somebody with a child. And there was only person that's there's only one person that somebody with a child talked to in this show this season, and that's Jimmy. So yeah. Tola, do you know about this? I I'm shocked. Jimmy? I heard about it last week. Wow. Did you guys not hear about Breaking this? news no. by Abube yep. on Popcorn. You guys heard it dinner. right here. You heard we it first. We heard it right <laughs> here. We heard it first. Breaking news. Wow. Yeah, Jimmy a lot of the, has an alleged girlfriend. A lot of a lot of the people reporting on this are saying that, you know, it's alleged. They're not sure because she she the girl did not actually say his name. She never said anyone's name. She just said that her boyfriend was on the show. And that he's talking to somebody with a child and she's very shocked. She's not sure what to do. And we don't know if she's telling the truth or not. And if anything, I haven't I haven't gone to see if Jimmy has responded or if anyone has responded. But she but it, this was picking up some steam and it was actually being talked about on, on a little bit on Twitter last week as well. So there might be something to this. I wonder if we'll hear about that, like at the reunion or whatever. I mean, the way that they're doing wow. the show this season is interesting because it's not just part one and part two. Wow. They're doing part one and now they've done part two, which is like outside of the pause. And I'm guessing they're not going to do another part that has to do with the weddings and they'll probably still do the reunion separately. I don't know what their distribution plan is this year. They're or, doing but, too much. Um, That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was very much. surprised when I went in there. I, I, I went I went to watch it and I expected six episodes and I saw three. And I was like, what is actually going on here? I mean, good on them for trying to manage retention, but you guys are still creating bingeable content. So I'm not sure if you... Yeah. I feel like you're just going to frust- frustrate people. But yeah, that, that's what's going on with Jimmy. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. The plan <laughs> seems to be working. Yeah, it is. Um, No, that's insane. That's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the first thing I thought while you were saying that was, oh, but is it true? Because... I don't know, like, again, I have to mention Love Island, but it always happens Love Island where someone's like, oh, I saw my boyfriend on TV. I didn't know he was going on the show. And then and then it turns out to, like, not be true or maybe they made an agreement. And mm-hmm. I was kind of looking at Jimmy's behavior, like, is he acting cagey? Like, you know, sometimes they, yeah. they act cagey when they have, like, a relationship outside. But then I remembered Love is Blind Sweden. I don't want to... Sp- you guys may never watch Love is Blind Sweden. So I'm just, not spoiler for Love is Blind Sweden, everyone. Okay. But somebody turned out to have a child hmm. in another country from a woman. And the, the timelines were like, you know, crossed in, you know, no one really knew when he had this child. 
and at first when they talked about it, it seemed like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't true. Then they do the reunion and they find out that he, in fact, he does have a child with this other woman okay. in another country. Interesting. And she, the current wife that he married, is also pregnant. So now they have two children on the way. Wow. Messiness galore. Messiness galore. So I'm thinking, could it be true? Could they be waiting till the reunion to expose this? And then, you know, we find out Jimmy, you know, uh, does in fact. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time. I'm thinking of, I don't remember his name for the life of me, but he was like Raven's man for one of SK. the seasons. S, thank you, SK, oh. with all of oh, secu- multiple secure. relationships. Oh my god! Oh, jeez, Nigerian. No, no, he he really he. I I thought everything was fine, but it's like this guy really came and he was like, okay, this is my chance to put Yoruba demons on the map for real. Like, literally, <laughs> literally, demons literally just like for real. left it all up for no reason. <laughs> Disappointing. I could not understand anything. Like now, now if I if I rewatch that season and I look at everything he said. None of it actually makes sense because all of his reasons now seem baseless because I, I don't know, on some level, I, there's a part of me that wants to give the two of them grace because there is a fee for leaving the show. Like apparently you have to pay Netflix back $50,000 or something. That's a threat for like, if you leave the show before you're supposed to, $50,000 in lost investments be- of like for like bringing you here, what? housing you, all the stuff. Yeah. So I wonder if there have been people who have wanted to, because I've always asked, right? Like, why are you waiting till this exact moment on the altar to say that you don't want to go on with this? And now I'm wondering if there are people who just wanted to do it before, but they couldn't because they had to go through with everything because Netflix would have sued them for taking away from their chapter drama. Wow. It makes sense why Matt left now. He was like a wealth investment guy. I was going to say an Amber. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they always kind of typecast one person because i feel like clay is the sk of that of this season mm. with his oh yeah um, kind yeah. of but he's a bit of more of a i think he's 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 a bit of a, a he's a more complex sk in my opinion is more he? complex like tell me more actually, about this complexity no, no okay 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 actually that i'm saying wrong words here i just think clay is 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 unaware of He's unaware of, I would say, how immature he is and how much work he needs to do, in my Hmm. opinion. And I think that may come off as like earnestness and may come off as someone trying to do better. But there's a difference between saying you're going to do something and actually doing the work. And I think Clay does love like flare gun behavior. So he'll say something like, oh, you know, I find it really difficult to like, you know, open up about my feelings. And a lot of people say that when they actually don't want to open up about their feelings. So they really emphasize the fact that they're closed off. So that you don't ask them again. Exactly. So you don't ask them again. Or maybe they think, okay, now now he's shared this with me. He has the self-awareness and it must have been hard for him to share this with me. So he has actually opened up to me. No, he hasn't. He's actually done like less than the bare minimum. And you know? AD has so been like, eating that up. Yeah, she like, has. Can we actually now, let, <laughs> let's get into clear and AD because what you just said is ex- that's exactly what he's been doing. <laughs> that's, what it's like. that's exactly what he's been doing, right? He says all these things about how, like, you know, I know this, 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 and this about myself, mm-hmm. and I know how mm-hmm. it makes me feel, and I think that that's something that I want to change. And then he just like throws it in there that there's a hypothetical existence of remorse in him and a desire to be better, but like nothing ever is working about that and then she's she's looking at him and she's just going mm-hmm, 
Mm-hmm. And you can see her starting to smile. It's like, why are you eating this up? He's not giving you any new information. She's eating it up. <laughs> the issue with the... Oh, I need to calm down. Okay, please go please, off. Please, please go ahead. Please, please. <laughs> There's so many parts of Clay and AD that piss me off, guys. First of all, is AD has already identified that this is the type of people. She loves to go and fix a man. She called saying, herself a fix-a-ho. Yes, she said that. She said I that. I am fix-a-ho yeah. with her fine eyelashes, girl. <laughs> like, let's let's get into it, okay? Let's, oh, let's step aside. Maybe that's why she can't see because she has blinkers on her eyes. She I mean. literally cannot see the red flag. This man is oh literally telling her, this is who I am. I am a walking red flag. I need to go and do my work. And he's not even saying I need to go and do the work by myself. Why are, Why is couples yeah. therapy the first thing that you're... Yeah. Learn yeah. how to walk before yeah. you run. Go and do individual <laughs> therapy. He doesn't <laughs> like her, guys. He actually doesn't like her. And You don't think context, he likes her? I don't think he likes Wait. her. I, listen, guys, I work with couples. I'm a couples therapist. Yes. He, okay. Just think back. When has he ever said, aside from sexual over-sexualizing her... When has mm-hmm. he ever said that he actually likes her for her? He says, I like you because of the person that you make me want to be. I like you because you're changing mm. me. I like you because this he's, he doesn't say, I like you because you're smart or because you're intelligent. Or I like you because of the potential that I can be with you. When he's reached that potential, what is he going to like her for? He doesn't need her anymore. Oh. Yeah. Guys, you're so right on that. You're so wow. right. Because I did think that. I did think that. I thought about that. And I thought to myself, he definitely, we talk about how people, you know, kind of cheated the system. Clay was also cheating the system, I think. He was actually a bit more, like, sexual during the talking in the pods. And I think when he got yeah. out, he saw, like, AD's body, which, I mean, come on, AD has a lovely body. Let's let, let's step aside. Yeah, like stacked, 10 out of 10. As per Jimmy. Literally. As, stacked, oh, my like God, Jimmy. You idiot. <laughs> Literally. Oh, um, wow. And he saw, I think, I think you're right. I think it's it's just, he's just attracted to her sexually. I don't think he is he does like her like you know as for human being and i agree yeah he, he's waiting for her to do the work for him mm. and then i think he'll probably cheat like he said he said he has a, he thinks he has a problem he thinks dad. he may cheat which i'm with just like, bro, chest, like my dad might try to flirt with you that the is that not a red flag to you when, when when he actually said flag. that i was like bro ain't no way this man just said this like i know he's established that his ma- that his that his dad is a is a cheater and He's here, like, kind of just saying, oh, you know, this is probably going to happen. We're just going to have to deal with it. Don't worry. It's okay. Like, he's not even saying that. He wasn't saying that, like, somebody who was trying to pr- to protect her. I mean, there's this, and I, I, I mean, I agree with you, Tala, there's this huge over-sexualization of, of AD in general, right? Yeah, because in general. from the beginning, you know, Clay was saying stuff like, you know, I don't know if I can like have real feelings for somebody if I don't like the way that they look. Like from there, and mm-hmm. she, she she could have mm-hmm. said, at first I was happy with her because she stood up for herself in a way by not actually saying, well, I mean, that's how I look, right? Because he said a whole bunch of things and she could have been like, well, I mean, you're not going to have anything to worry about. She said, well, yeah, I, I do fit the description of what he likes, but I'm not going to tell him that because why should that be the case? But then she goes into the women's quarters and she's saying, well, I'm such a fixer ho. I want to like make, I, I still want to find out what, like why he thinks this way <laughs> so that and I was like, what, 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 what are you doing? And even, even when she, when they had their meeting, I mean, sure. It was clear that he liked the way she looked, but in general, there is, there's a way that he's been saying it. And there's a way that actually everybody's been saying it. I think kind of to, I'm going to like overthink this for a moment, right? There is, there are three types of AD you look good, right? 
there is the there's the one that she's getting from us which is mm-hmm. oh my god ad you look good well done like you know she she was asked how she got that body she says squats and jesus fantastic this is great she works for her body she, like she she's literally allowed into to yeah she's literally allowed to to know to to be proud of the way she looks great then there's the ad you look good that she's getting from the guys on the show people think jimmy think clay that's like the drooly ad you look good that's like not even looking at her for anything else and then the third one is the ad you look good that she's getting from the other girls on the show who are either jealous because they're jealous or jealous because their man clearly likes how ad looks (laughs) so oh yeah she's hearing a lot of ad you look good but she's not hearing the one from us Yeah. yeah, the AD you look good is not the healthy one that she's getting from us. That's encouraging. Yeah, she's getting either the yeah. slightly malicious one or the over sexualizing one, and I don't know if she has any real allies in this situation because all she has is Clay, and as you said, he's into her for what he gets out of it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I would like to also add something. I I I don't want to um kind of uh, over general, uh, you know, kind of like narrativize her life. Mm-hmm. But I f- have a feeling that that's most of her life. I think she's getting the latter two in most of her life mm-hmm. because the worst combination, especially in the lovely country of America, of the United States of America, <laughs> is having a re- her looking the way she does and okay. also not having the brain cells that she does, lacking those brain cells and also not, you know, actively like actually like having awareness of those two things is the worst combination ever because Mm -hmm. men will literally use you. Like they will run you over with a car 19 times, like legally blind style. They'll run you over. Like (laughs) that's exactly what they'll do to you. And I think, I think that's why she came on Love is Blind because she knows that Mm -hmm. this is something she's gone through before. And she did say to Clay at the start, he sounds like the men from back home, you know, Mm. And I think AD's problem is a scarcity of options because here's her little love triangle of two men she shouldn't even be with. Those two men were not even, they were not good options. She should have left the show. I mean, I understand the 50,000 thing and like not wanting to leave. But, you know, it's this whole thing of this, there's a roster, you know, this roster phenomena. But sometimes all the men on your roster are below average, <laughs> you know, and sometimes you're better off alone. And that's what I think AD should have gone home. And then another thing I was going to mention with Tola was... Clay did mention about his dad taking him on cheating trips with him. He said infidelity trips. I was like, what What do you mean? There were, these were excursions for you as a child? Literally field trips. Paula oh is 110% right. Why would you jump the gun and go to couples therapy, mate? You should be in your own therapy. You should be in solo psychotherapy first. People need to deal with their own problems before they come and add someone else into it. He literally has no business being on Love is Blind. He has no business being in a relationship. He has work. This man did not know that men wore wedding rings. Can somebody explain that to me? (laughs) Like, what what do you even mean? You've never seen a man with a wedding ring in your life? I mean, he did say that all of the representation... He said that all the representation that he's seen of relationships have just been like trash. So I'm like, yeah, they probably didn't wear wedding rings. You're not wearing a wedding ring on your infidelity trip. Oh, so. God. Tola, you're so right because his mom did say, and I, I, I'm respectfully, I don't want to um, disrespect, uh, and, uh, you know, I respect my elders and I also love, you know, a fellow black woman and everything. Mm-hmm. But his mom saying 
like 25 years. I think I did all right. No, ma'am, you didn't do all right. If your husband was taking your son on infidelity trips, I was cheating on you like ra- like a raggedy, like, no, you, you actually haven't done all right, actually. Like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> no. Okay, you did. Okay, you lasted 25 years. Fine. You did well for lasting 25 years. But still, not to every marriage is, you know, everything has ups and downs. So like, let's acknowledge that. But I still think if that's what his mom's stance is, I can't imagine Clay even has any voices that are giving him some element of normalcy that isn't kind of like the worst case. Mm-hmm. You know, he he wants a per- he wants a partner like his mom who's going to stand by him through the tomfoolery. And honestly, mm-hmm. I, Ad, please don't be that person. Please don't because <laughs> oh, you learn how to be in heading rela- there. So you learn how to be in relationships based on the relationships that you've seen growing up. So right, if that's what he saw, that's what he's expecting called trauma reenactment hmm. yeah oh wow wow trauma that's a nice that's a nice um phrase would you like to re, re repeat that for the for the people at the back <laughs> sure it's called a trauma reenactment it's when you put yourself in the same situations that you've experienced because you're hoping that oh this time around i'm gonna hack it and i'm gonna do something better but in reality the best thing for you to do is to remove yourself from those situations you're not gonna hack it you just need to be in a better situation so kind of what it is yep 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 yeah now i have an interesting question do you think now looking at clay do you think matthew would have been a better choice for ad absolutely not matthew is a sociopath (laughs) (laughs) yo he wasn't even he was only nice to her he wasn't nice to anyone you you don't even want that like can you imagine being with somebody who's only nice to you that's yeah. even embarrassing. <laughs> like, yeah. What? No. Uh, he was he was weird. Yeah, he there was, was really there's weird. stuff going on with that dude, man. I I don't know. Like he he's doing all this stuff and then he gets in the pause and then it's like he's melting. It's like ice is just like melting and he this warmth is coming out. <laughs> and I think AD saw that as sweet, but I just saw it as terrifying. It's like this guy could murder me in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, Literally. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Literally. I wonder how Matthew's Matthew's house looks. You know, they said that, uh, what's his name? Jeremy or Jeremy? Jeremy. Jeremy, yeah. um, Jeremy was um, a, like he, his house looked like a American psycho. I wonder how Matthew's house looks. Oh, it's working out. Yeah. In, in fact, you know, um, I know we've been, we've been talking about AD and Clay. And I guess in doing so, we have to talk about Jimmy and his lack of self-awareness um oh god how how do oh, we god. how do we feel about not just you know what let me let me ask it this way <laughs> does he actually like chelsea no <laughs> i think he thinks he does no he doesn't you, oh, think, you think he, he genuinely he does, feels I, like he does okay no i think he thinks that he does i don't think that he okay. feels that he like like can you can you please elaborate on this i would like to educate myself i, I think he <laughs> wants to like her like, I think okay. he's genuinely like, I want to like this person because I've made a commitment and I've chosen them. But I don't think his feelings are matching up with how he's actually thinking. Right. And I think he's yeah, too scared I, to I, be yeah. like, you're too clingy and I'm actually done and I'm out. He's just like, you're too clingy, but I'll stay because I think I like you. <laughs> Him calling her clingy is, is definitely a little unhinged. Um, yeah. But at the, it- same, at the same time, I think I think it's also... I think it's not just even the fact that she gives off this vibe in her personality. I think there's an aspect of it that might be 
the physical too. Because I mean, in the confessional, he's out here saying, yeah, she lied to me about how she looks. And I'm like, "Uh oh, <laughs> like not him feeling the need to actually point that out. Um, it's actually weird to me that he was, that he felt that he should say that out loud, tell the producers, like he doesn't seem to have enough of, of a filter on him. And I think the issue with her, I mean, there's several things with her. I don't want to really go in on her because like, this isn't like me coming for Kendall Roy. Okay. This is, this is oh an actual God, human what? being that's alive. Right. So I don't want to actually, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to actually like lay in on Chelsea too much because she's a real human. However, I don't think Chelsea should have been on this show either because she requires a tiny bit too much validation. She spends all of her time trying to get Jimmy to confirm that he actually likes her, even though she can see from the disconnect that you, that totally you mentioned a disconnect between his words and his actions and even his thoughts. She can kind of feel that disconnect. She hasn't been able to put her finger on what that disconnect is and, you know, what's going on with, with their relationship. But she wants him to constantly like reconfirm what he said that he has felt before. And I don't think that's necessarily, you know, helping her. At the same time, I think that she should not have chosen him at all. She should have gone for Trevor from the beginning. And if somehow you've listened this far in this episode and you don't know who Trevor is, let's just say that he was the guy who liked Chelsea for Chelsea without having to choose between her and someone else. And the thing is, Chelsea knows what Jess looks like. Jimmy and Trevor do not, right? So from Chelsea's perspective, this is kind of like a theory for me, but like Chelsea's perspective, I think, is that she saw she saw Jess, who like is conventionally attractive, the hot girl, right? And she knows that Jimmy mm -hmm. likes her and likes Chelsea's talking to both of them. And I think the idea of the fact that there is a guy out here who is choosing between the hot girl and her gave her this sort of rush slash high. So even though in her heart of hearts, she knows that it's probably a better idea to go for Trevor, the guy who has only liked you and wants you, said he loves you, said from the beginning he wants to marry you. You're going for Jimmy because you like the feeling of being chosen over somebody else that you feel is more attractive than you. That was a lot of words, but at the same time, I feel like I'm right. Somebody help me here. Oh no, you're right. I think you're right. No, you're 110% right. Yeah. 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 I agree. I, also, I agree with you. And also I'd like to add, she knew that. And I think that's exactly why she said the Megan Fox thing. Mm. I think she knew that that was her way of winning over Jess. Because you're right. She has knowledge that the rest of them don't have. And I think she really enjoyed being in that place of being the girl that, you know, two people want and being the center of that triangle. But I think the whole Megan Fox thing was, I think, I wouldn't say, and the thing is, with Chelsea, I have a lot of sympathy for her. Mm -hmm. Because although she made a very, very rookie, and I would say not very smart mistake mm -hmm. by comparing herself to Megan Fox, which is, I think, the first thing, that was the first thing that really did not You don't want to set any to expectations at all. She didn't even, like, like, I mean, she didn't even say Megan Fox. She was like, uh, MGK's <laughs> wife. Like, just say it with your chest. <laughs> Don't make the man guess. Literally. Like, MGK's wife, so he can guess. And, like, it's like, oh, I'm being sly about it. And I'm like, Chelsea, like, that's the worst thing you can say. You could even say Zendaya and it'd be better than Megan Fox because at least, like, no, and I, and I, I don't even want to be what's called because I think Zendaya is like the most beautiful one on earth. But Megan Fox is like a specific type of like hotness and sexiness to men or to like the world so you saying that is so specific mm -hmm. like they're looking for a specific thing 
And yeah, if yeah. you, even if you look like Megan Fox doppelganger, like it's still a really, really, really hard c- comparison to live, to live, um, to live by. Um, mm-hmm. so I think she did that kind of as a way of, you know, kind of, you know, trying to, you know, one up herself, mm-hmm. but, you know, sometimes you play games and then you have to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. And now she's dealing with the consequences of him actually seeing her in real life. And, you know, um, having to be married to him. And she feels fantastic with what she's seen. And I don't think he does. But that's why I feel sympathy for her. Because I think, on one hand, Jimmy is saying all these things about like, oh, I'm the happiest man ever. I'm so happy. I'm the best marriage ever. First of all, everyone that always says that. It's like, are you trying to convince me or yourself, bro? Literally. (laughs) You keep saying it. (laughs) Who are you trying to convince Jimmy? Himself. It doesn't seem like it's us. It's not definitely not us. (laughs) And then he, and then, you know, and the next second he's like with her family and friends and he goes, oh, well, she lied about looking like Megan Fox though or something like that. Mm. It's like, you know, your, your wife is like an insecurity, like mm. tornado. Like, why would you then throw that in subtly in front of her friends and family? Like, yeah. I think he's confused and he really actually, I believe Jimmy came in to really do the work and he really wants to be married and he really wants to do things. But I think he's confused and his confusion is showing by his, you know, pendulum behavior of like one second being like, oh, I want to, next second not being. But I, I agree, Chelsea definitely should not be on this show. And you mentioned Nick and Danielle Tola. And I think the difference between this and Nick and Danielle is I think there was actually sexual attraction between Nick and Danielle more so than there is here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really messes it up and also that's what makes it's me very, go they're, yeah they're very comparative pairs yeah very very comparative very comparative but but you know i think i think daniel was also very very insecure but i think then it even made less sense because i think nick was attracted to daniel from what i remember and yeah he or was something but like this is you know this is 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 a bit different which makes you go but i don't know like i really feel for chelsea and she is a whole human being, and I feel bad for the standard she's getting online. She made a rookie mistake, and you know sometimes you have to pay for your crimes. And unfortunately, she's you know doing so. <laughs> Even now. at the reveal, it's like as soon as she comes out, she's talking about like, "Oh, do you like me? Do I look okay?" And she's like, oh, "I'm like, God. you be okay with like." Are you... <laughs> anyway, Tala, did you have any thoughts on <laughs> just <laughs> on just them? two? I th- I think also maybe the final nail in Chelsea's coffin coffin is that um jimmy proposed to her first Mm. i wonder Mm. if she would have actually like been like if trevor had gotten there first if she would have just been like yes to whoever i think you know you think you think she would have said no yes because of the fact that she liked the fact that she was being chosen by the guy who was Mm. choosing her over the hot girl i feel like her brain i guess i feel like i feel like her brain prioritized that over the genuineness of trevor somehow but but would she have said, because I think by the time she knew that Jimmy loved her, he was like five seconds away from proposing, right? Mm-hmm. So would she have said no to Trevor, also knowing that there's a risk that Jimmy would have chosen Jess? Or did she know for sure that Jimmy had chosen her and then she could like bet on that yes and then say no to Trevor? So I feel like genuine, like with your theory, I feel like the way they... And I'm sure the producers also did this up, like on purpose. Yes. Like, whoever got there oh, first got the girl. Hundred and ten percent. Because the story is juicier with a love triangle. They got Jimmy there first. Is my theory. And um, the story is also juicier if Chelsea wins over Jess because it's that like you know classic uh, girls that are usually on top. You know, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. don't don't win and you know the girls that aren't really picked actually yeah. win you know typical rom-com trope so i yeah. also think somebody had mentioned that they do like a psychological evaluation i think it was clay who might have mentioned it oh yeah they, they do they do i said they supposedly do yeah and i'm like who who did the evaluation <laughs> i want to see the clinician who signed off because <laughs> Chelsea is a she's like manipulative as well, and maybe that's why I feel like I can't empathize mm. as much with her. You feel like she she's gives, manipulative. Yeah, she gives zero space for Jimmy to feel how he feels. She doesn't validate him. That she is true. talks in like great, like you never kiss me. Maz was like, actually, babes, I kissed he you kissed, like three times. He kissed literally, can, and he's can, like, oh, you never was, say you love me. He said that twice like, in this one I, conversation. <laughs> and so I'm like. And okay, let me just dial it back a little bit. Something that I tend to ask in my couples uh, sessions as well is like, if a partner doesn't feel like they're being heard or listened, I'm like, okay, what do you need your partner to do? And how do you need them to show up for you to be able to understand that? Oh yeah, they are loving me. Oh yeah, they are hearing. He's doing the things that she's saying that she needs and it's still not enough. So I'm like, what do you need? Like, what more do you need? So I can't, it's hard to to empathize with her she's like no just listen like she's always just yeah 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 i think it's i think it's really difficult but i think she's not getting what she needs because what she needs is non-existent in their Mm. relationship there is an issue there's an issue and we talked about kenneth and um britney and i think they did the right thing like they they could uh, britney was doing a similar thing i mean not similar in in the way i think kenneth was was less responsive than uh, jimmy is but as soon as that, they, they kept showing his him you know? looking at his phone a lot i don't know if they were trying to villainize oh, that was him terrible like that was terrible <laughs> that was very or, intentional that was very this, intentional cinematography that was the scene yeah. on the boat the scene on the boat where it was where like, they were silence. silent oh my god i felt so uncomfortable and they, t- and they titled that. that episode silence speaks volumes or something like that it was it was very shady the whole thing was shady <laughs> messy messy yeah i don't know man yeah. i mean yeah no i think there's something missing yeah i think it's good that they were able to i guess break that off it surprised me a little bit but i mean if i'm thinking of people who should be breaking things off like first of all let me say that johnny and amy if there's any hope for anybody it's probably them right um i will say i mean yeah even though he thought all women were on birth control, but yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I was like, that was a funny that one. That was and quite him funny. expecting her <laughs> to be on birth control and to just take that up for his sake mm-hmm. without him also we- being willing to give something up. Like she's talking about a vasectomy, right? And sure, vasectomies mm-hmm. are scary on some level. If that's not something that you're looking to yourself, but he has to understand that birth control to her is probably on the same level as a vasectomy is to him because a lot of men are not aware of the fact that like birth control is like, there's lots of yeah. hormones, people's behavior changes yeah. sometimes when they have them, their yeah. whole body chemistry is off. And it's a lot to take on for yourself. It's one, if it's one thing if, if a woman wants to do that for her own sake and her own goals and her own desires. But if like you're just doing it because your husband-to-be is saying so, then that could actually even build some resentment as far as I can tell. So, But I think, Tola, you mentioned something about fear, right? Yeah, I, it was everybody. Yeah. And I think oh, that sorry. like... <laughs> I mean, I think that like, if you're planning on getting married, just know that, so to speak, a consequence of that is you might accidentally get pregnant and have a child. And like, you kind of <laughs> be okay with that. And if you're not yeah. okay with that, don't get married. Just don't get married. Right. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, there does seem like there's hope for them. Aside from that, like one issue, but mm. we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely. See. Yes. You always have the good couple. You know, you have the uh, 
uh, Cameron and uh, Lawrence. The Brett and Tiffany. Um, Brett and, and Tiffany. Tiffany. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> also, not AD and Clay trying to claim black love. I'm like, y'all, don't claim, don't claim that for us. <laughs> leave, leave, Brett, leave us with Brett and Tiff. Like, don't, don't oh, claim gosh. this. Please. Please. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to move on to Jeremy and Laura. Now. Oh, this is my favorite one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's actually a lot to say on them. And like, just before we wrap up, I actually really want us to talk about them because I looked at the preview for the coming episodes. And first of all, these producers, you think, you know, just when you think they're messy, they show you that, oh, you don't know how messy we are yet, you know, because I mean, they want us to think that there's a chance that, you know, Jimmy slept with Jess at some point, which, oh God, not that, I mean, if that's the case, then I understand why they want to kind of separate the season so many times so that people can just keep tuning in and keep talking about it and they can be in the zeitgeist or whatever. But then I look at Jeremy and Laura and they've been the least interesting to me in the sense that I don't know if there's any real affection between them. I feel like she doesn't exactly like him. She said before that she finds him embarrassing. Also, she's very annoying. I remember when, like, I'm so she just is annoying. Like, Chelsea comes in and she's like, you know, Jimmy said he loved me. And she immediately runs to Jessica. Why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Like, she didn't actually need to do that. And she, she basically planted it in Jess. It's one thing if she just said so. It's like, okay, you're looking out for your friend. But that's not really what she was doing because she's like, you need to leave right now. And she wasn't even willing to tell her why she needed to leave. Just like, I just talked to her. You need to leave. I'm not going to say why, but like, why did you come here if you were just going to scare her with incomplete information? That's really annoying. On top of all that, like, I mean, some of the stuff she says to Jeremy, it makes sense. Like this whole new thing with him supposedly sitting, talking in a parking lot to Sarah Ann till, till, till 5, <laughs> 5 a.m. Like she's definitely right to come for him there. Um, I don't, but, but, but her delivery can sometimes be so abrasive. It's like, how do you actually even want him to respond in this situation? I don't know. Tala, what do you think of this? Honestly, it gives, um, what, what are their names? Cole, Cole and Zeneb. Mm, it gives yeah. that dynamic. And I'm just waiting yeah, for yeah. the producers to give us like this, this season's episode mm. of the cuties interaction, because I feel like there's something oh, yes. missing. Like we don't. It doesn't make sense, but also the way Shorty just sat, waited for him to spew his lies, and then said, "Actually, with your location that you shared, you were not listen. You were." And at it's like, bro, are you she dumb? Was, like he she, shared the ah! location, clearly not thinking that she was going to look at it. He's just wanted to be able to say, "I shared my location," and then no. it turns out she did actually watch the location, no. and it's like, "Oh God." <laughs> No. Oh, God. Guys, when he came in with his sunglasses and his hat on, I was like, this guy is a guilty man. I was like, whatever conversation we're <laughs> about to have, he is a guilty man. I was ready. And I didn't expect that level of a read from Laura. I did not expect Laura to come, like, literally, like an attorney, like, coming with all the facts she was ready for everything he was about to say he was like oh but i left my location on and she was like okay so it should be okay because you left your location on i was like mm -hmm. i mean and the way she she lulled him into that life she's like i was sleeping so he's thinking yeah she didn't see where i was 
you were at Sarah. Oh, that's so actually good. crazy. I yeah. I somebody we need to give her just a tiny bit of props for that because that was that was a little wild. <laughs> she played him like that and he allowed himself to literally just be played like a fiddle because I, good God almighty. Wow. <sighs> Just wow. Like, what does he mean he was in the parking lot? What are you doing in the what are you doing in the parking lot? You're not talking for four hours. Let's be so let's be real with ourselves. Also, like, She's like the clock was at 2 a.m. What were you doing till five? Three hours. Mm. A lot can happen in a car. So <laughs> exactly. Even if they were in a car in exactly. the car, that doesn't mean that nothing happened. So that is that's a fair point. Yeah, okay, now I have a question. Do you think something happened between uh, Jeremy and Sarah Ann that night? Tala's smiling. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, he had, I'm like torn because okay. if nothing happened, why would he lie? That is true. Why wouldn't he just come? Because it seemed like the moment he got like that uh, Instagram DM for from her he was pretty open with laura about it yeah it was and so all of a sudden now why is he acting sus but i also would not put it past the producers again like i'm i feel like i'm waiting for like a missing a missing piece to be like oh this is really what happened they were just like yeah they being the producers were just playing us as the audience i mean in the preview they said that they they showed sarah ann saying something along the lines of yeah he told me that he was going to break things off and she's just been there lurking the entire time like she wasn't actually even giving them space apparently sarah they're just painting sarah ann as somebody who's been there just waiting for this to implode because she's like yeah this is not this is not going to work out for them i need to be ready right so I, th- I think that that's something we need to keep in mind for like what's what's to come, because I I don't I I don't know if other than Amy and Johnny I don't know if anybody is gonna be doing well like so I feel like we should wrap yeah, up yeah but with then there's also Jess well but yeah. Jess is there in the picture too because the producers insist on keeping her there I mean they know that I think everybody's waiting for people to see all the people that you know that they that that they haven't had a chance to meet yet right I know that the viewers. That's 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 typically a highlight of the season for viewers. I think that's why they're kind of holding it back. Yeah, and I know that there are people that kind of want to see that. Um, they're they're building up this idea of Jimmy wanting to see Jess, looking at her Instagram, you know, reacting to being told about her. So apparently, what, Jeremy or somebody told him that she's a smoke show. Which Jeremy, why did it have to be you? You stupid. Anyway, whatever. But um, regardless, Jeremy is such an idiot. <laughs> regardless, oh. uh, what are what are you guys' predictions for how this will end? Like, I'm going to let you both go and then I'm going to speak. So how about Tala, you, Tala, you go first. Okay. Do you want me to just jump straight to the wedding and tell you what I think everybody's going to yeah, say? Yeah, who, yeah, who's going to make it? Yeah. Who, who, at the end of this season, how many married couples are we going to have? Zero. <laughs> zero. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think zero. <laughs> Interesting. I think zero. I feel like they, they might pull a... I don't know who was... Um, in the previous season where they said no at the altar, but they kept dating. I think some, I think like Johnny and Amy might pull that Mm. with regards to the whole birth control thing. But I think everybody else, I I hope everybody else says no. I feel like AD will say no. Clay will say yes. Um, Mm. I feel like Laura and Jeremy both will say no. Um, I feel like Loki, I feel like Jimmy might say yes just to like commit and Chelsea might say no. Actually, maybe Maybe they might be the only problematic couple that comes out of this, TBH. But, like, not in a good way. Um, and, like, a, you guys need to kind of yeah. break things up. Um, 
who are the other couple? Okay. They're so interesting. Laura. Laura. Laura and Jeremy. Laura and Jeremy. Oh, I think well, I think they're both gonna say no. And Ken already said no, so I guess he's paying fifty K. Okay. I Aisha, how about you? Okay, so I think Johnny and Amy, they're saying yes. Okay. I think uh Angie and Clay, I think Clay will say yes and AD will say no. Although I'm a bit on the fence. Okay. I think Laura and Jeremy both say no. Okay. I don't know if they'll make it to the altar, to be honest. I'm not sure. Okay. Ken and Brittany are gone. Who else is there? Um, Jimmy and Chelsea. Is it just Jimmy and Chelsea left? Yeah. I think Jimmy and Chelsea are saying yes. I think they're getting married. Hmm. Yeah. That's my prediction. Oh, okay. Probably Controversial. I believe <laughs> that they're going to get married. All right. Because I think they care too much about their external persona to not yeah. go through with it. So, yeah. all right. Well, what about you? Um, I think Amy and Johnny are, are likely to make it because structurally their relationship is sound and there's actually really good energy and dynamic there. I think that they can, that if they work out the little things, they might be actually fine. I think AD and Clay will not be saying, um, they, they, will, they will not be saying um, yes at all. They, I think they're, I don't think they're going to get married. I think that AD may not be may end up realizing that she's not willing to take the chance that clay is contemplating his ability to stay faithful and <laughs> clay may not realize that he's clay may finally realize that he's ready for, that he's not ready for marriage i mean he's only just found out what wedding bands are right he needs some time so like i mean and also i, I think it's worth noting in this particular prediction that like I think either of these two people can say no, but I feel like AD will be the one to say no because she will finally stand up for like understanding what's, what's actually going on here and decide to not be such a quote unquote fix a hoe. Um, <laughs> Chelsea and Jimmy, nope, not going to make it. Now, at, on, on, like at face value, I feel like, you know, is it because he'll get with Jessica or he'll decide he wants Jessica? And it's like not necessarily, but I think Jimmy may realize that he doesn't actually want to be with Chelsea for the rest of his life. I think he likes her on paper, you know, but I feel like as far as this prediction is concerned anyway, Jimmy will be the one to say no because Chelsea wants it to work. She wants this to succeed despite everything. And I think that Jimmy on some level is just going to realize that he's been deluding himself the whole time. Like these ones, these, this is the Delulu couple as far as I'm concerned, right? Yeah. So as for Laura and Jeremy, oh God, it's, it's, like watch, it's like just watching a house burn in flames slowly, right? So I feel like Laura will continue to think Jeremy is embarrassing. And hopefully Jeremy eventually stands up for himself for once regarding any of this stuff because she says all these things and he doesn't really respond he doesn't he just kind of takes it he's like well you know i'm gonna go sit over here blah blah i don't necessarily see them working out i feel like either one of them will say no but laura might end up being the one to walk away at the altar however it could also be jeremy if he decides that like you know i like sarah i'm more or whatever but i think it, laura is more likely to to be the one to say no but yeah that's uh that's kind of how i'm feeling mm. i don't know that's pretty accurate actually okay oh guys yeah. we'll see nice we'll see. nice thoughts nice thoughts yeah we will yeah. um thank you guys thank you guys for for coming on this has been a lot of fun i'm looking forward to seeing you know the rest of it i'm not even sure when it's supposed to come out i don't know have they given a date 28th okay so i guess yeah, they're i guess they're the doing next, this like, weekly singular episode yeah that's next yeah. wednesday so the 14th 21st 28th okay yeah i guess they're doing this weekly now um so we'll 
we'll see what happens and then we'll, we'll is that we'll the final batch i don't know how, how much is going to be in the I, batch at this rate because yeah, i i actually check. expected the second batch to have everything else but but yeah we'll we'll see how it goes um thank you both for coming on thank you to everyone for listening this far we appreciate you and we hope that you've enjoyed us uh, try to analyze the dysfunction of married couples that have only known each other for four weeks um we look forward to checking out the rest of it and uh, until then keep it locked to our feed for everything else that we're covering we'll see you soon bye everyone bye guys bye